two time for the cha cha king. Uh, give me the cha cha king. Broken with the best, cha cha king. Uh, give me the cha cha king. Uh, I like it when cha cha king. Uh, give me the cha cha king. What's in my bro, the cha cha king. Uh, give me the cha cha king. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the cha cha nation. Welcome to another episode of the Chacha It's Maker series on the Chacha Music View podcast, which is now being brought to you by Absolute Tap Media, your number one online media and digital marketing agency. My name is Afis Tonova, aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. For those of you that are new here, the Chacha It's Maker series is where you get to know those behind the smashing hits, the top charting singles, and of course, the award winning album. And without wasting much of your time, let me allow my producer for today to introduce himself. This is CC Beats. Um, my full name is actually Chinatera Precious Onochebo. I go by the name CC Beats. Thank you very much for being on the podcast today. It's my pleasure. Tell us how you started your production journey and how you came about the name CC Beats. Okay, um, I've been playing music um, since 2011. I started playing the keyboard. Then 2012, I started learning how to play the guitar. So I officially played music without being a producer. Then from 2017, I got an urge from my brother, you know, a push. Why don't you sit down to play keyboard? You can play the guitar. You know, you can play the bass guitar. You can do a lot of things around music. Why don't you try production? So which I decided to think, um, you know, I thought about it. I said, okay, let me go on and try it out. So when I gave, I tried the first time and it worked. Like it was easy for me to flow and that's how I started pro- music production. For how long now have you been, will you say you've been doing music production professionally? Um, okay, I started officially in 2017, so I'm roughly not up to four years, but heading to four years. Okay, so can you just take us through what has been the biggest challenges for you so far? Okay, initially my biggest challenge then was um, getting, um, number one was uh, getting a laptop, a good laptop, because you don't do music production with any laptop. You have to do with a good laptop, at least um, um, a high-grade laptop with a um, high processor so that I can carry the whole plugin, music plugin and stuff. So my number one challenge was getting a, a good laptop. Then after that, um, buying up the uh, musical equipment, like buying up the studio equipment, it was very, very tough because um, the prices in Nigeria is kind of double the original prices outside the country. So it was quite, quite expensive. And that's basically challenges we get here in this. Um, All right. Now that you've, you know, you've been doing production for about three years now, can you tell me some of the artists that you've worked with and, you know, those that we know are probably those that we don't know? Um, okay. I, I produced a song, I think 2019. I did a song that my artist featured B-Red. B-Red, that's the video's cousin. Yes, I worked with um, uh, X-Buster. I don't know if you know X-Buster. Yeah, yeah, X-Buster. yeah. I know X-Buster. I started a project with, or about to start a project with Oxlade. So okay. it's basically that. Like, um, and some other, um, I'm currently working with Pandamone. Pandamone is a big artist in Lagos, or let me say it's getting bigger. Them and people like that. So now, for somebody that is listening to us that just says, "Oh, you produce for this, you worked with this," and they don't understand what um production actually entails, can you break it down for us? As a music producer, what exactly do you do in the studio with an artist? Break it down for us. Let us understand. What we do: number one, we have fun, 
And when, when I say having fun, when you know, people approach music production with this mindset of, uh, um, please, I need to make this money. Let me make this beat for this guy. Let me know if he's going to pay money or stuff. I mean, I produce because I derive fun in it. Yes, even though the money aspect is very important. Some of the best jobs I've done for joking and we got something very creative. So it's basically that when we get, whenever I get to the studio, I want to have fun. I am playing around with something, start recording something. I'm recording something. We complete a track. So is is that's just it. When you have approach it with the mindset of um, um, I have to get something out of. Let me do. Let me do. Let me do. You might not really get the best out of it. You know, it, it's it's a spirit. It's like a move happens like that. But at least before that, you should have or must have worked on yourself. So that's how I start. That's, how I, that's what works for me. Now, what would you say is the factor for the fact that most Nigerian producers do not get recognized or do not get respected for the work that they do? I have experienced that too. So okay, I'm a music producer and I have been experiencing it. But I noticed something. A lot of producers actually don't, you know, they, they kind of work and depend on the artist. When I mean depending on the artist, yes, I know producers, we need the artists. And, and the artists need us. Well, these days, it's, it's like the artist doesn't even need the producer anymore. All they need to do is just pay them off. And, you know, um, the, no more realities coming in. And I'm, I've had so many cases, I've heard of so many cases where um, a producer did a job and probably didn't get his realities out of the job from the streaming platforms and all that. So stuff like that, it happens, it's normal. But me, I would say I decided to go, um, to, to go through my career in another kind of dimension. Instead of doing just jobs, producing jobs, and waiting for artists to pay or waiting to get realities, even though they are important. All those things are important, but the music industry has revolved. Not just music industry. Let me say the sound industry has revolved. For instance, all the movies you watch these days, let me, let, let me take for instance, or for example, Frozen. Frozen is a cartoon. So those kind of cartoons actually is mainly music. It's a cartoon, right? But yes, mainly music. Everything in the in the cartoon, even even the act, the people, the actors have they have they had to pick actors that know how to sing. Do you get? So everything around the cartoon was based on the music. So after the project was done, the producer that handled the project took like almost half of the money of the project because he was the mastermind behind the the, the writers of the song the people that made the music so there are different other ways of making music making money in the music industry or rather in sound industry apart apart from you know making a beat for an artist money is not only based in music production for artists there are other places you can get money in, as a producer for instance i'm currently working on a movie with um, Frox Media. So they produced the movie and they wanted me to do the movie, the film scoring. So when I mean film scoring, I mean all the sound effects in the movie, all the background sound, how to pick up this, how to do this, how to do that, you know, getting the suspense, all that. They are all part of sound. So producers should also know about it, not just about making beats. Producers, a producer should be all around, should be, his mind should be just circulating around sound because that's basically what we do. Whatever pleases the ear should be our concern. And that one is um, creating of loops, creating of sound packs. I have friends that do that. Someone like Ransom Beat. Ransom Beat is a normal nigga. He is based in um, the UK. But this guy has been working on, has been doing a lot of um, um, samples 
So they do samples and sell them. They put them online and people buy. And some of his samples today, I as a producer have a lot of his samples. I bought some of them. Do you get so there are better ways, there are other ways. So when a producer um, you know, you know, just um, fuses himself all around artists, it gets it becomes a problem because they will disappoint you. And definitely they will disappoint you one day. So in order to run away from that disappointment and to keep bringing value. There are other ways a producer can make money. There are other ways you can be creative. There are other things you can do. I'm into adverts. I, I, I did, I, some of the jobs I've done includes, I worked for, worked for Cowbell, worked for Samsung, worked for all the adverts, all those one, one minute or 45 second clips you hear on, on radio on stuff. I did some of them in Lagos. And then um, some other companies, Dettol and the Hide Oil and other ones, I I, I actually help in producing their soundtracks for the adverts. So producers should also, you know, come into that area, not just making movies. All right. So um, now that you've mentioned sound, and that is where my next question is going to, you know, come from. Uh, the first question is, what, um, you know, we know that there are some producers, this is the kind of instrumentals, or let's say this kind of beat, or let's say this kind of genre of music they like to produce. Some are, really, some are you know, to Afrobeat, some are hip hop, some are to jazz, some are to blues. For you, would you say you're an all-around producer, or there is a specified genre of music that you prefer, you know, producing? If you call yourself a producer, if you call yourself a sound organizer, if you want to really do this job, you will, you or you should have not just an idea. You should know how to organize sound to form a particular genre. A particular genre, so you have to know how to pick out pick out sound from there and say, okay, I can turn this to ama piano, or I can turn this to hip hop. It can't just be one sided. If you are one sided, you'll be limited. For instance, me as a producer, I don't really. I'm not into Afro. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not into Afro beats like that. I, I'm more of. I love pop music. When I mean pop music, my mentor in the industry is David Guetta. David Guetta is a. a, a He's a DJ and a producer. He's one that, okay, if you've heard Titanium by Sia or um, so, some of them, Rihanna's, yeah, and yeah. some of those Rihanna's, some, David Goddard is the one behind them. Do you get, so he's, that's what he does, the kind of music he does. And me, I love those kind of, I love techno music, techno sounds. I love EDM, electronic dance music. I love hearing them. I love creating them. But I'm in an environment that needs value. When I mean value, I mean uh, currently I'm in Nigeria, for instance, and the value around here is mainly Afrobeat. Do you get because of the African? I'm in Africa. Even though I'm not a big fan, like a big, big fan, but not that I was forced, but I I, I actually utilized my talent to make Afrobeats here. And all the all my top beats are Afrobeats. So I'm into Afrobeat, not just because I love it, but because I have to create that value for people around me. An artist will come to the studio and will not want to vibe to techno sound or probably EDM. They want to do um, something that looks like what Whiskey can do, something that looks like what Flavor wants to do, or probably someone like David Doe. So you can't give them um, EDM. I'll tell the person, okay, is this what you want? All right, let me get creative around this area and create something in that direction. Do you understand? So not because I love it, but because I'm a producer, that's my job. That's what I'm, I'm supposed to be doing, to organize sound. So I can create different genres with a particular kind of sound. That's our work. 
Africans stand up. Your sound today just got more exciting as Afisto Novo, aka your musical plug, creator of the energy, present to you Cha Cha Music Review Podcast. A music review podcast that critic, review, analyze, and rate new songs from top African artists on a weekly basis. Whether you're from Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Tanzania, Bini, Lesotho, Botswana, Rwanda, or even in the diaspora, Chacha Music Review Podcast is your guide for the newest African sounds. Chacha Music Review Podcast by Afistanova, amplifying the African sound by bringing the best of African music to your ears. I like the fact that you know you've been able to you know go around like you rightly said a producer can have his favorite sound but at the same time a producer should also be able to work around you know every other sound as a real uh you know sound organizer that was the word you used all right uh, my next question now is going to be this for you as a producer what inspires you to create a beat like you want to create a beat before you even say oh you want to produce a song at all i think the first thing you do is to create a beat so what inspires you in creating your beats uh, okay, firstly, what inspires me, number one, is what kind of music do I want to do or what kind of beats do I want to create? If okay. I don't have any idea of what I want to create, then probably the next thing that inspires me is the first tone that comes to my ear. When I mean the tone, I mean not just tone, the first sound that comes to my ear. It can be a snap. Do you get If it's a snap, I can lay a snap down and like, what follows suit? That's just how it works. Now, let me ask you this for the benefit of an upcoming producer that might be listening to us out there, someone that wants to go into, you know, music production. What are the three major steps you think an upcoming producer should follow or should, you know, practice? Okay, as an upcoming producer, I'm going to say number one, the first thing you should do as an upcoming, not to put your eyes on the bag. I'm being sincere right now, even though it's important, it's important, but when you fix your eyes on the bag, not, um, you might not really learn the work well. You will be like, let me just do this and probably know if this guy will pay. When you do that, any job you drop out there speaks, speaks a lot about you. Do you get anything you yeah. drop as and you put your tag in? Speaks a lot about you. So once your tag is there, for instance, your producer tag is there and and people hear it out there, it's going to, it's already portraying what you can do. Yeah, when someone, let me say, when, when a big artist hears it, or someone asks, please send me your job, let me hear what you have done, and here's that particular thing, he, it might be a turn up for him. Do you get it? So I'm going to say for an upcoming producer, for instance, what you have to focus on, number one, is focus on developing your mind, your skill, developing your thought pattern around music you know not being stagnant or not being biased so it's more like being um and being versatile in your mind what can i do with this let me let me tell you the truth a lot of sounds already on the internet what is that thing you can bring to the table that can make a difference that's what a producer should be thinking that's your first step to achieving your goals as a music producer i've done a job and i dropped the job online and the only audience i got was for people was from people around canada and that was the and it was massive. Do you get because I did something that they like or something they you know that's what a producer should be doing. So number two, working on yourself and eh? 
Keep working on yourself until you find that difference. Everybody has something different in them. Lastly, I'm going to say every upcoming producer should find something else that can give you money apart from music production. Music production needs, it takes resources, it takes money. Buying a mic, for instance, the mic I use here, I bought it almost um, 200,000 naira. Then this my speakers, most, most speakers, not big, what almost 200k. Getting all these things are expensive. So I would suggest you can find something else that gives you small, small cash. Don't be focused only on the music production. When you get those cash, you can buy up equipment. You get, I pay for, currently I subscribe for a lot of things online. I receive debit a lot every month from all those things, all those plugins that I subscribe to online. And that's because I need the value they bring from those into the websites. I, that's where I get my um, plugins for working. That's where I download my packs, my stuff. So I pay for all those things online. They take money. You need money to run this. I want to suggest this, no matter how small or how conserved the artist is, once you notice that this person is focused or this person is talented or, and you see the zeal and the passion around his craft, around the way he's trying to get creative with writing songs, recording songs, even though he doesn't have money, I'm going to advise every producer out there, let there be an artist that you guys are growing together. That like I'm, I'm giving this as an advice and as an advice. Have an artist that you are growing together with. You are making music with. If he's not paying, he might. He's not, he's not going to be paying you necessarily. But just be doing that because it has it it has an effect, an after effect later in the future. I'm I'm I'm, talk, I'm speaking out of experience actually. So well, don't you don't don't you think that in the long run? Because I think we've seen some issues like that whereby. A producer and an artist, you know, they kind of grow up together, making music together. Then the artist become a world or let's say a household name in the industry. And then the artist just decides to push, you know, the producer and side to say, you know what, I'm done with you. And don't you think that can happen in the future? And if, so how do you prevent such things to happen in the future if you're going to have that kind of relationship? Um, if it's going to happen in the future, in the future actually, you're going to see the signs before then. I'm being sincere to you. When I mean science, you're going to see it in his actions, in, in the way he reacts to things, the way he behaves. When you see somebody that's going to stick with you for a long time, you're going to know. So it's it actually paying attention to details. Do you get? So um, if anybody's going to leave you, you will see the signs when you guys are still working small, small. At that foundation time, you'll, see, you'll be seeing small, small signs that this guy might kind of leave me in the future. But the truth is that when you guys get to at a, at a stage, it's not a must you guys will end up in, like you guys will, will die together or anything. You know, you guys will get to a stage and you guys will still have to probably remain friends but no longer working close, closely with each other. I don't know if you understand. But yeah. that stage only, always comes. Before I allow you go, let me just ask um, two last questions. The first one is still about upcoming producers. Like you've given them three major steps that they should take. Now, if there's an upcoming producer out there that is listening to this, what um, software, music production software, can they use for a start? That's number one. Then number two, how soon should we be expecting the project you and Oxlade is working on? Okay, um, number one, the DAW for working or starting up. DAW means digital audio workstation. That's the software. So okay. um, I'm going to say uh, these days or currently in our, in our environment, <laughs> a lot of DAWs are out there. Anyone can do actually, each DAW can actually do what the other can. It just depends on the user. So anyone you lay your hands on and you notice that interface is kind of, it, it, it is very comfortable and friendly with you. 
you can go on with it. I started with FL Studio. That's what I started production with FL Studio. But right now I'm calling, I'm currently running on um, Logic Pro X. Um, I know that FL is not good. I used both of them. I love the both of them. But I noticed that uh, making a beat in Logic and making a beat in FL, FL is actually easier. But I prefer, I love the interface of Logic. It's beautiful. And I love how it arranged things for me. It's just um, a, a people's preferences. Do you get it? But the truth is that each DAW out there is, can do what the other can. I'm being sincere to you. If this one can do this particular stuff, can make a vocal sound this way, there is a way of doing that same thing in another DAW, just that you don't know how to do it in that particular DAW. When you ask questions and search for it, you will see it. Okay, that's it. Then for the second question, um, um, Oxlade has been busy this period. Probably um, he's into other things because when we wanted to work last last year ending, he had a project with um, Basketball. That's when they did the, um, what's the name that of that was, TV that series? Uh, yeah? Papa Benji. Yeah, Papa Benji. So that was when, you know, he came around to where we were staying then. So he was like, he loved the vibe. I, I gave him some beats. He wanted to vibe on. He was like, okay, now let him go and finish up the project with Basketball. Then we'll continue the job. Then um, sadly for me, I had to go, I had to leave Lagos. So I told him I'm out of Lagos now. He was like, all right, no problem. Whenever I'm back to Lagos, we continue from where we start. So actually it's depending on me when I'm back to Lagos. So whenever I go back to Lagos, I know we've finished the project. But Oxlade is dropping a project this year, actually. All right, no problem. Thank you very much for being um, on the podcast. I really, really, uh, you know, appreciate and um, we'll be looking forward to more of your production. You know, the one with um, uh, Oxlade and the one with any other producer, any other artist that you'd be willing to work out to. So, uh, for upcoming artists that are listening to this, or to any other artists that are listening to this, if they want to reach you to make music with you, how can they reach you? Okay, you can contact my um, my page on Instagram or Twitter. I'm not really that active on Twitter, but I have a Twitter account. Or I'm more active on Instagram and um, WhatsApp. On Instagram, um, you can um, uh, you can locate me with CC Beats. C E E C E E B E A T Z. So CC Beats. That's that's my Instagram um, handle. Then on it's the same thing with um, Twitter. So it's easy to find. All right, no problem. Thank you very much, CC Beat, for doing this. I really appreciate. Actually, it's my pleasure being here. Um, and um, I really hope I helped someone out there. Definitely, I'm sure you've done. Mm. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. So there you have it, folks. I have come to the end of another episode of the Chacha It's Makers series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast, which is being brought to you by Absolute Talk Media, your number one online and digital marketing agency. My name remains a face turnover, aka your musical plug creator of the energy force. Peace out.